Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench. This is your host, Carter Eckel. This is episode 104. Joining me, as always, is producer Jeff Mulvihill Jr. Um, once again, from the other side of a computer screen, that one is on me. We were trying to uh, get this one in studio, but uh, I'll spare you the details, but I'll do the old, like, finger point fouls on me. I'll, ta- I'll take that one, ref. Uh, so my apologies there. Thank you, Jeff, for, for swinging this a little later this afternoon. Uh, we're taping this right around noon on Tuesday um, for whenever this hits your earbuds. Jeff, we're going to start leaning into winter sports. I know we kind of put a tie on fall. We've got a couple more things to touch on. I know we didn't get to all-region football last week because they hadn't been announced yet, but they are out. Um, Douglas Douglas did a whole lot of sweeping um, wherever your your brooms are at. Uh, but we are going to start on the winter sports side. We'll We'll tease you a little bit there. Uh, get to the, some of those all-region football stuff in a second. Uh, obviously, let's get started with uh, hoop, Shooty Hoops uh, back in action here. Let's start with the Carson Boys, which will be looking for their first playoff appearance since uh, the 2019-2020 season. Um, under second year, this will be second year head coach Ty Golden's, uh, his second year at the helm, excuse me. That was poorly phrased on my part. But they do bring back a couple of... Uh, a couple solid pieces for the Senators there that will absolutely be uh, helpful for them going into another year. Of course, uh, Michael Hughes was an honorable mention at guard last year for for Carson. Of course, they lose uh, second-team all-region player in DiCarlo Quintana, who graduated. He's now playing baseball in, in college there. Uh, but curious to see what the, the Senators look like this year. I know they needed, uh, you know, every first-year coach is going to say, part of it is to to get to the next season right is to to be able to you know spend one more year in the in the scheme in the process trying to make sure that you've got everybody on the same page and you can continue kind of building around the the younger players you have either coming up or you, you know that you got to see as as freshman and sophomore um jeff you know i'm curious from from your vantage angle you gotta you're in all those all those nice warm gyms in the winter what do you think uh will be one of the biggest things for for Carson Hoops, either boys or girls here for for the uh, the winter season. I I think leadership. You lose kids that may or may not have been big leaders with the team, but the kids that are remaining, especially this year with this being their second year under Ty, they know what he expects. They know kind of where the program is headed. They they know their roles. They need to lead, and it, it doesn't. Yes, that's difficult when you don't have a ton of seniors, but someone's got to step up. So we need to see who that who those who those players. You know, it's not just one kid because you got right. five. There's five on the court. You got to step up and go. And I'm I'm I, I love seeing that with high school sports. You know, who who's going to be the person that's going to take the bull by the horns and 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 drive this thing? So. Uh, that's kind of what I'm the most anxious to see. Both boys and the girls team. I, I realize with the girls team, you've got uh, a new coach, so it's, it's mm-hmm. you know there may be some new things. But with the boys, this this is go year, guys. You you got you got your feet wet last year. Ty knows you. You guys know him. Let, let's go. Yeah, and you know obviously they're gonna they're gonna be missing some guys from from last year, but at the same time, it wasn't you know always. Uh, Cupcakes and dandelions uh, last season either. That's, I, I made that phrase up on the spot. I don't think that actually exists. I don't think anybody's ever said that before. So uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to roll with me on that one. Uh, five and nineteen last year for for the Senators. 
Um, obviously, we talked about uh, Michael Hughes coming back. I know he is coming off a knee injury, though, so curious to see how he looks, uh, at least early for his senior year. Um, you know, Justin Moore will be back. He's kind of a, a body who's a big energy guy, will do pretty much anything you need, um, battles for rebounds, you name it, um, assists. He's kind of all over the floor when you need him. Uh, Mo Fall will be back as well for the Senators there. Um, you know, otherwise... Uh, yeah, got some Landon Hoff. Also, I assume returning. He was a sophomore last season as well. So, uh, yeah, definitely going to be replacing some some scoring for sure uh, and some offense. But uh, like you you said it best. I mean, you're going into year two under uh, under this under under Coach Golden, and uh, now it seems like now it seems like time to roll. And i I don't think uh, I don't think the postseason is too. Uh, large a an ask for for the senators this fall. I mean, we'll see how things go. Right, this is obviously talking before they've even played a game here on November twenty first. But uh, I imagine if uh, you asked Coach Ty Golden the same thing, which I will do here shortly, uh, he would he would he would probably echo those sentiments as well. Uh, Jeff, you alluded to the the girls team. Obviously, they went one and nineteen last season, so. They have some things to figure out, too, but they are under a new head coach this year in Stephen Nichols, who takes over after teaching or coaching a year at Dayton High School last year. Um, the biggest thing for for Nichols and company here is they will get another year of Lauren Finnerty. And boy, oh boy, was she something to watch last year. I mean, even in those losses, you had <laughs> Lauren averaging somewhere between 15 to 25 points on any given night. Um, was an absolute staple. I assume, you know, from what I recall, barely came off the floor even. Um, and that's just mostly out of necessity. Last year, in the 17 games played, they have listed on max preps. Ended those games with an average of 15 points per game, 8.5 rebounds per game, 2.7 steals per game, and 1.5 blocks per game, which uh, got her on the all-region list, and deservedly so, last season. I believe she was a second-team selection there, if I'm not mistaken. I think the the biggest thing for Carson is going to be kind of figuring out where everybody else fits. Um, a lot of names will be returning. I've gotten a chance to see uh, kind of that that roster so far, but I mean they only had one senior on the team last year, and uh, that's that's definitely for the best given given the record. But I'll be curious to see how some of those other role players step into step into things. I know you're going to see, you know, Dahlia Keating return. Um, Anna Cazares has looked like she was back on on the last roster. I saw some other some other names that we're familiar with from the the soccer scene in Lillian Turner and Ashley Wakes Norris. Uh, Michaela Rabido is back on the team as well this this fall, or this winter, excuse me. So, um, you know nobody nobody really jumps off the page stat wise, but that's you know that's all as sophomores and freshmen. Like that's you're jumping into a varsity role, uh, young and you know for Carson's sake a little bit undersized too and. Um, the only way to really find find that game speed is to kind of live it, and sometimes it's it's a, it's a tough life to to battle when when you're uh, you kind of know going in that you're going to be a little shorthanded. But we'll see what they can do under uh, first year head coach Stephen Nichols. Um, I'm sure we'll hear from him at some point on on the podcast uh, this winter. But very curious to see what the uh, the Carson girls team shakes out to do. They of course are also. Uh, looking for their first playoff appearance since 2019-2020. Uh, we'll see how see how the season shakes out there, though. I know that that league is tough, um, and it, it's not going to be one where you just kind of show up putting a couple hours in the offseason and all of a sudden you're a 500 team. There's plenty of other opponents around here that are going to make you earn it, and uh, one of those happens to be Douglas, just down south. 
those Douglas teams have uh, pretty much dominated this rivalry in the basketball side of things in the last few years. Um, the boys have been, you know, one of the better teams in the, in Northern Nevada. Uh, and the girls are not too far off their pace coming off a uh, playoff appearance last year, followed by a, excuse me, a state title or state tournament appearance the year before that. The boys team will look a little different down there in Minden, though, uh, after graduating a few seniors from last year. Of course, they do return um, all-region guard Caden Thacker. He was quite the impressive piece for them, um, and I assume will continue to be for the Tigers this fall. That is a name you are going to hear quite a bit. He averaged 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal and a half per game uh, last year in Really, as I noted, I'm sure many of his opponents noted as well. Very good at drawing fouls. Uh, and it's also just like, I, I, I've never loved this phrase, but like really sneaky, like quick. Like he is able to get into the lane and make moves that you don't see a lot of bigger kids doing. But he is able to, regardless of being, you know, on the smaller end of things when you're, you're in the paint, especially around, you know, the, the Theo Reeds and the Jack Tolberts of the world who are, no longer tigers after graduating, but to be, to be his size and moving and just so fluid through the paint. Um, he is, he is something to watch. If you haven't had a chance to see him already, I definitely recommend getting out for a, a Douglas basketball game to see that, uh, jet layman will be back on the team this year as well. Trace Estes, of course, um, curious to see what Cole Smalley looks like. He will be playing basketball. I assume, uh, this, this winter, obviously he couldn't last year because of, uh, ankle injuries, but uh, that'll be the something to see. Uh, but like I alluded to, yeah, they're going to they Douglas will be replacing some pieces that are going to on the boys side that are going to be tough to tough to replace. They lose, you know, J.C. Reed, who is a senior, Theo Reed and Thomas McDowell. Um, Theo Reed going on to play college at the University or Southern Oregon University, if I'm, I'm not mistaken there. Jack Tolbert is obviously playing uh, at Ohlone College in the Bay Area also. Uh, but, you know, that Douglas boys team, man, they seem to just kind of reload every year. That's maybe not reloading to the extent that Bishop Minogue does every season, but uh, Douglas can't recruit. So that's not really a comparable uh, statement there either. They went 17 and 12 last year. Like I said, that's coming off of a, a regional title. Um, so very curious to see what things look like under uh, Coach Thacker and company down there in Minden this fall for the Douglas boys on the girls side of things. They went 14 and 11 last year, uh, have a couple of all region players returning. If I'm not mistaken, Aaliyah Weaver, uh, should be back at guard. Zora Simpson will be back for the senators as well. Uh, Sky Rasmussen is back after getting named honorable mention at guard. The, the biggest loss for, uh, the tigers from last year will be Addie door, who was a second team all region player. Um, before graduating here, but another another Douglas team that you know I don't think simply getting into the playoffs is is their goal down in Linden. I think it's it's winning a regional title, and um, you know that's just kind of the state of the, the where the two programs are at now. It doesn't take long for those things to switch because, uh, like I said, in 2019 Carson was making the playoffs and and Douglas was sitting at home for the postseason. So we'll see how how that shakes up. For this fall, let me quickly just run through some of these uh, stats from some of these returning players for this coming season. Yeah, Zora Simpson, 
took over uh, at, at guard. She'll also be accompanied by Mackenzie Main as well back there. Like I said, Sky Rasmussen, Talia Trenton, Aaliyah Weaver, uh, Logan Karwoski's back. I'm sure there's other names I'm I'm missing here, but but quite a few pieces returning, even if you're losing some uh, some key pieces from from last winter. So curious to see how the, the basketball s- stuff shakes out. I figured we get on top of that since I know Carson plays Wooster this Saturday. Won't be a whole lot of winter sports action between now and this coming weekend. Obviously, there's a holiday in between in case anybody had forgotten. But yeah, should be a lot of a lot of stuff coming in the paper on the the basketball side of things. Wrestling is not far behind either. We will touch on that next week as we get a little closer to some of those events. But while we still got you, let's go ahead and run through some of these all region football teams. I will not run through all of them. There's just way too many names, and I don't want to sit here and turn into a podcast where I just list things for hours. But got to start with, of course, I I don't think. I was assume it was unanimous. They don't release the voting, but I would assume unanimous 5A Division Three Player of the Year in Connor Jackson, who ran for almost 2,200 yards. His stats from that final game against Galena are not on max preps. For anybody curious there, I don't have a final total. However, did finish with a final total of 31 touchdowns this fall, which reset the Douglas record book. That is the most touchdowns in a single season for any Tiger ever, so pretty impressive stuff there. Cole Smalley picks up Defensive Player of the Year for his work this fall. I'm big shout-out to our colleague Duke Rittenhouse, who I believe called that before the season even started. So congrats to Cole Smalley there. That's uh, well-deserved. I think he finished with 120 tackles this fall, which is just ridiculous. Um, man was everywhere. I know I had talked previously about how I would kind of laugh in, in interview questions with him because – there be moments where he just doesn't get blocked. And, you know, I understand mistakes happen, but how do you forget about that, man? Um, So anyways, congrats to Cole Smalley, defensive player of the year for the Douglas Tigers. Uh, Moving forward here on the offensive line, Sage 80 was named the lineman of the year and Douglas head coach Kyle Mays named coach of the year, along with, you know, along with the Connor Jackson record, they broke about, eight other records and that's just the ones I could confirm. Um, I'm sure there could be, could be more hiding that I just didn't have, have access to. And we talked last week about, you know, nothing really to be ashamed of in the, in the loss to Galena, still a heck of a season going 10 and two after back to back one and nine years. And um, that's just sports for you. That's why, why you play. I know that senior class was, was a big one. And uh, you're going to continue to see a lot of those names coming. Like I said, Sage 80 will be, be wrestling this, this winter. I know there are other guys on the offensive line that I'll get to here in a second. that will be doing the same thing. Um, Trace Estes and Kyle Kuntz, both were first team all region players uh, out at wide receiver and tight end respectively. Imagine you'll see uh, at least Trace Estes. I imagine you see both of them uh, this, this winter basketball wise. Apologies there. I'm doing a, a little assuming I try very hard to not do that, but I know, uh, we are still getting underway with uh, with the winter winter sports here. Uh, moving on there, um, Estes had 700 receiving yards in 11 games this year with nine touchdown grabs. Uh, he also had a really nice 40-yard catch against Galena on fourth down that um, was not in his final season totals, but an impressive catch. Nonetheless, Kyle Kuntz, had 276 yards through the air and three touchdowns 
he was also a staple at defensive end, which uh, we'll get to the defensive side of things here in a second, where he was uh, an all-region first-team defensive lineman having 10 sacks and five quarterback hurries. Alongside Sage 80, Austin Pitts and Jack Ross also earned first-team honorable mention, or excuse me, first-team all-region nods there. Uh, they are both our two athletes of the week in this week's record courier. So a little, little spoiler alert there for the two of them. Uh, be sure to go check out Wednesday's newspaper um, at linebacker alongside Cole Smalley, Aaron Tkanzik, also a first team all region linebacker. Also picked up a first team nod at kicker. Uh, good, good. Honestly, I think they enjoyed having him kick as much as he did in the this fall. I, the amount of times I heard on a on the sidelines, one of the repeated phrases that that Kyle Mays told us during when he came on the podcast in the fall, but. You know, he looks like a nose guard out there <laughs> kicking with the with the neck roll and the he's got the the whole look there and uh, was quite good at it as well. At DB, Austin DeCruf and Aaron Moss also picked up first team honors as well. Uh, DeCruf two interceptions, Moss had three. Uh, real quickly, running through second team, like I said, I'm not going to list out all these, but Roman Gantt, Sam Ricchetta, second team honors on the O line for Carson, Christian Ray. Running behind them gets a second team nod with 520 yards and four scores. Drake Hardcastle, second team nod at punter and kicker. Dawson Herbert, Odin Riley, both on that as well for defensive line. JT Heaton made the second team at linebacker. And Jake Winninger got it at DB and specialist with a lot of those kick returns there for Carson. I know that was a good chunk of their offense when they needed it. Uh, Michael White, second team, all region player on the offensive line for Douglas. Another guy you will see uh, this winner on the wrestling mat. I imagine JT Heaton will be out there for, for Carson as well. Uh, Zach Westbrook and Zach Jackson, second team nods for Douglas in the secondary as well. Uh, I guess technically defensive back. Excuse me. Zach Westbrook was second team at linebacker. Zach Jackson, second team at DB. Uh, won't run you through the honorable mentions. I know they're there. I'm not ignoring them. Uh, you can go read online to get those. I just, like I said, I'm not going to can't sit here and list for, for 10 minutes. just doesn't. I, I've done it before. I know what it sounds like. So I'm trying to avoid that. Jeff, anything else you're looking for here uh, through Thanksgiving going into winter? Anything else that uh, maybe our, our listeners may not be aware of as we uh, dive into a new season? Not off the top of my head. I'm just I'm just grateful that we never really had a super cold winter winter ish fall sport. Uh, we kind of escaped that. Of course, that's all, that's always to say that we're we we know we're gonna get that for spring sports. But uh, <laughs> now being being in the in the gyms, both both gyms, Douglas and Carson are are always fun to be in, and uh, this the the crowds get into it and pack the places so i'm i'm hoping that i know this saturday game is a little bit tricky for for people it's during the holiday during the holiday break but uh hopefully we'll get some some people out and fill up the stands and get both those places rocking and if you can't make it be sure to read about it online at nevadapeel.com backslash news backslash sports otherwise that's going to do it for episode 104 here on the podcast, thanks as always to today's sponsor, that is Played Against Sports, your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs, located in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center. But you can also check them out online at PlayedAgainstSports.com. Be sure to check out all of Jeff's work at InstaImage.com and 
I think you know the the websites now. But Nevada Peel Record Courier, that's going to do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Take it easy. Take it easy.